Welcome friends to today's episode. I'm excited for you to get to know Liz today and her business, My Secret Copy. However, I wanted to make a quick announcement that my friend Jess and I will be reading A Lot Like Adios by Alexis Daria on June 14th. A Lot Like Adios is the national best-selling author of You Had Me at Ola, returns with a seductive second chance romance with a commitment phobic Latina and her childhood best friend who has finally returned home. Other than that, I hope you join us for A Lot Like Adios on June 14th. With that said, let's get started with today's episode. Okay, so welcome to Slightly Bookish. Today I have Liz here with My Secret Copy, right? I'm saying that right? Mm -hmm. And she has a sticker business. What kind of sticker business do you have? Let us know. Okay, so it started off as only stickers, but now I have stickers, bookmarks, I have jewelry, I have bags, um, pins, uh, stationery. I have a lot of just things that are geared towards like people who like to read and mm-hmm. like to express their love for reading. But yeah, that's that's my little business. Did you start... Because I was, you know, browsing through your website. Did you start stuff for stickers or did you start with odd sprouts? Because I saw you had something on your website about yeah. odd sprouts. But when I clicked it, it didn't send me anywhere. So I'm not sure. So I started off with my other shop, Odd Sprout. Um, and I still have it. It's just okay. this shop has taken pretty much over my entire life. And I'm not dedicating as much time as I should to that business. And um, that's where I've learned, like, all of the mistakes that I could have ever made, I made Mm -hmm. with that business. And all of the things that I've learned, a lot of the things that I've learned, I've learned from that business. Uh, But that one is similar, similar idea, like uh, stickers, pins, bags. But that one is more like villain, Disney villain, sarcasm type, Halloween. I really love Halloween. And so that shop, like if you're a Halloween lover or Halloween lover, that's where I'm going to send you. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that that started. And that one I started in 2012 as like a side, like a total accident. Both my shops were total accident. And then while I was browsing your website, I did see, because I was like, I need to know her more besides that you do stickers. Yeah. I did see you said that you love audiobooks and your favorite genres are romance, thriller, and mystery. So if you had to recommend one book for each genre, what book would that be? <laughs> I can't see my face right now, but my eyes are like bulging out. Um. It doesn't have to be your favorite. It's just one that you know you would always recommend. See, it's, it's constantly changing, but I guess I'll tell you what I've recently recommended. Okay. And I need to, let me open up my app. That's always a hard question to answer. I know <laughs> that I shouldn't ask it either because, and I, and I try not to, to ask people. Um, okay. So recently I've been recommending in romance, I recommended The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. Okay. I recommend... Oh, you said one? See, I was going to go on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. Romance, thriller. Friends. One I'm romance, friends. one thriller, one mystery. So, 
as far as romance, the last romance book that I recommended was What If You and Me by Ronnie Lauren. What If You and Me. Yeah. What If You and Me by Ronnie Lauren. It's the second book in a series, but you can read them like standalone. Mm -hmm. You can read it out of order, but it would be best to read it um, in order just because there's like tiny little spoilers about the quirks of the other characters in the other books oh okay so that that's romance and that one has a little bit of mystery in it also so that one kind of hits more than one spot one genre mm-hmm. and then I recently recommended my husband he he doesn't read or he does now but he was never really big on reading ever mm-hmm. And so I finally got him to read The Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson. And he was so into it. I think he listened to the audiobook in like a day and a half. Oh, and wow. I think it's a I think it's like an 11 hour audiobook. I would have to definitely check that one out. I, I hope that you do. I like it very much. I know that right now with the TikTok, a lot of books are getting pushed a lot. Those are some of the books that are that have gotten pushed, like books that I've recommended in the past are getting pushed a lot on social media and I feel like they're recommended um, as something else and so sometimes I think that the audience goes in or like the reader goes in expecting something else and I I've noticed that ratings are really fluctuating on on Mm -hmm. books and I I don't know it's kind of like a weird thing to pay attention to but it kind of makes me sad because like one of my favorite books The Honeymooners had a really high rating and I've noticed that it was getting pushed as something else and people were getting disappointed by it and I saw that the ratings was going down but like I would never recommend that book as like a super spicy book because it's not it's just a, a like oh, well, that's good to contemporary know. romance you know and I'm like kind of salty about that <laughs> <laughs> well you're setting it straight as of today but yeah I well I try not to pay too much to TikTok I try to I follow like certain people people on instagram and i just kind of like oh you like that i yes. like it too because i feel the only recommendation i read through tiktok is the barbarian those one. are wild the alien barbarian yes i was like uh excuse me i you just basically introduced yourself doing the dirty <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that i read the first book and i'm like what is going on and i ordered it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had to I heard it on audio and I was like I have to buy this book and I have to read the other ones yeah it was good though it was good it wasn't too cheesy I would have That's the never one thing I about it. ever ever read that book if it wasn't for me constantly seeing it on TikTok yeah same here same here it's not something I would have even searched no for. but because um, I'm like like that's weird aliens and yeah. I'm not the type of person that like criticizes either like you mm-hmm. read whatever you want read whatever yeah. you want read whatever makes you happy I just know that it's not for me so I'm not gonna set myself up that way but then but see, the thing is I didn't even know that type of those subgenres yeah was even a thing to be honest yeah there yeah and that's which, like which definitely opened doors yeah that's just the beginning yeah. like the beginning of what's out there and I think right now like this is my limit and then we'll yeah see. <laughs> 
Like the thrillers already get crazy as it is. So let's start with uh, question number one. What sparked your idea to start your business? So uh, back in like 2016, 17, I finally got back into reading. I was a big, big uh, bookworm growing up. And, uh, you know, I fell out of it for a really long time. From high school through like, you know, my early 20s, I fell out of it. And then I would I'd always find myself walking really slowly by the book aisle at Target. Mm -hmm. And there was a book that caught my interest. I remember it was by the title was How to Be a Good Wife. And it was a thriller. And after that, I was I devoured that book. And then I just I think it's by Emma Chapman. I don't remember. And then from there, I just kept reading and reading. And then I I was like, well, I want to buy like stickers. Like I want to buy these things, like the kind that I have for Outsprout, but book stuff. And I found some things, but it was kind of like the popular sayings, like one more chapter or uh, I like big books or like just the generic. The basic stuff. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. the, the stuff that you see everywhere, like every brand has it with their own, you know, font or whatever. And so I'm like, yes. well, what if, you know, what if I try making a couple of, like, I know how to do it. I know, you know, I have experience. And so I tried it and I opened up my Etsy shop with, I think I had maybe like 10 listings and I was super nervous and proud. And, and at the time I was only on Bookstagram as, as, as okay. a Bookstagrammer, I would just go on there. And I would post what I was reading and what I wanted to read or my book hauls. And even finding Bookstagram was like a big thing for me because I didn't realize that people out there cared enough to post about what they were reading. Oh, same here. And then I, I found... Or, go ahead. or just let alone love as reading as much as I thought I was like the only one, I guess you could no, say. Yeah. yeah, I think just because it's not... Like for me, for sure, I'm, I'm Mexican mm-hmm. and... I in like my culture and my immediate family I'm like the only one that's like this that is super super big into reading everybody else is like into sports or you know um, my family really loves sports and they bond over that or like working out and cooking and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but I'm like the odd one out this is just one of the things that I'm the odd one out in (laughs) I'm like (laughs) the black sheep of the family (laughs) but I think finding this community, finding that community of other people who love reading that much was a big, big eye-opener for me. And I felt really accepted by strangers who liked the same books that I did. Yeah. And I kind of went on a tangent there, but that's really what sparked my interest, uh, Bookstagram and and getting back into reading. With your shop, do you do it all by yourself or do you have help? with your husband like I guess like packaging I'm assuming you're the one who does all the designs and stuff that's your idea yeah I I pretty much do everything that there is to do mm-hmm. um the things that my husband helps me with is like entertaining the kids when he has to okay. or taking my packages to the post office but as far as packing orders and assembling and making things I don't know that does everything and what was yeah. the one item that kind of made your shop boom? Do you was there just one item or was it like a series of events? I think it was a series of okay. things that happened. Uh, 
definitely stickers was a big thing because when when the water bottles um, oh, yeah. got super yeah I have oh I left my downstairs <laughs> I'm because... waiting for your stickers through the oh sorry I'm waiting for okay. your stickers through the lovely box because oh, I, I ordered you. that's so sweet Thank yeah you. and I was like oh my gosh I've been wanting to get your stickers for so long but I have such a hard time making a decision on your I shop know. you have so many good things <laughs> thank you um uh, no it's I think it was a series for sure of things uh and then I think mainly the stickers and the bookmarks the magnetic bookmarks Mm -hmm. I do like those those are cute they're super cute I wish I could use them more but I'm more of an audiobook person so I I was wondering I was like she makes these bookmarks and then she doesn't even get to use them I I don't like the the bookmarks that I use are the thank you cards that I send if I ever Mm -hmm. make a mistake I end up keeping it for myself and I always find them in my books whenever I do pick up a physical copy I I end up using those I don't even use any of my own it's the worst (laughs) (laughs) and then what is the uh, what is something some things or one thing that you most enjoy about your business I think for sure the flexibility you know working all day in my house I'm I'm a big big homebody Mm-hmm. I, I love being home and it's weird because in my early 20s I just wanted to be out and about and just like oh I feel you out just even if I just needed to be at Starbucks or you know the coffee mm-hmm. shop and not be home and now I just want to be home but I think for sure the flexibility being able to be with my kids um and showing them like they get to see how hard I work all the time yeah. and you know just being a good example for them and there's also them seeing that it's possible yeah. that, oh, mom has her own business. It's going well. I can do my own business as well or yeah. join mom's mm-hmm. business. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. being home. I think I, I think that's the biggest perk, the flexibility of being home and being in charge of my own schedule, even though I feel like I'm the worst like manager there is because I want to be working all the time because there's always something to do. Yes. But I know that if I like, if I wanted to right now, I could go, you know, have lunch in the middle of the day with a friend if I wanted to. Yeah. And as long as you want, you're not on a time. time mm-hmm. Yeah. Like no one's going to call me and be like, where are you? Or like, hurry up. Just, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it gives me flashbacks. <laughs> no, I feel you. Um, I used to, work at a pet shop and we would only have 30 minutes to eat and yeah. I would always have to calculate in my head like yeah oh my gosh I, if I go to Subway I'm gonna spend 15 minutes getting there and getting my food coming back that only leaves me about 10 minutes to eat mm-hmm. so I totally I totally and then you don't even get to chew your food mm-hmm. it's like scarfing it down or eating it in your car oh my god don't even but you know we all learn yeah That's do you like being blessed. your own boss I do and I don't because <laughs> you're very hard on yourself I'm assuming I am I love being my own boss because no one tells me what to do mm-hmm. but at the same time I don't like it because no one's telling me what to do <laughs> oh, and, and then it's all on you yeah so like you know when you go to work at least you know that at this time this is your lunch time you have to take it you know within if you're in California by five hours otherwise mm-hmm. you can get in trouble 
and you have to take your breaks and you have to do, you know, you get to shut the, you leave the office or wherever you work and you go home and that's it. Yeah. And here it's, well, I can, you know, I can get on my iPad and I can answer emails or I can, you know, draw. In the beginning, for sure, for sure, it was a, a big, big uphill battle for me. Mm-hmm. Because like dividing, is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah, just just dividing, and I had all of this time mm-hmm. to do to get this work done, but nothing was getting done because I'm my mind was just everywhere. Yeah, just you know, everywhere, no like structure at all. Now though, it's it's gonna be. I'm coming up on two years in in July. And now I've learned so much, so much. And I feel super, super thankful. And I mean, to answer your question, yes, I do like being my own boss. <laughs> That's it. good. I'm glad because I like being my own boss too, but I totally understand the struggle. You totally get it. Of course yes. you do. Or like That's saying cool. no to certain projects. Um, yeah. Or, you know, accept or taking on too much. Like, yeah, I could do that. And like your brain is telling you, yeah, I can do that. But your body's like, no, you can't. Yeah. Cause you can't, you're, you can't. and then you think about the clock and then you look at your calendar and you're like, where am I actually going to fit that in? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. For sure. I totally get it. Is there a lesson that you learned? Um, you changed things dramatically with your business or mm-hmm. yeah. what would you finding, say that was? Finding balance and accepting that not everything needs to be done right now today. Mm-hmm. Like that can wait till tomorrow. And that's one thing that I've uh, had to deal with with my family, with my my son mainly, he's seven, and my husband. So for me, like if you see me on my phone, I'm, I'm working. Mm-hmm. The only time that I kind of just, you know, empty mindless social media scrolling is a couple minutes before bed. But if I'm on my phone during the day, it's I'm either posting. Sorry. It's okay. That's my meal time. I have to have these alarm. <laughs> I have to have these alarms on my phone. Otherwise, I'm, I get caught up and it's three o'clock and I haven't eaten. Well, that's good. It, it keeps you on a schedule. It does. And, and I had to do this for myself. Otherwise, make sure it's off. Otherwise, you know, it was, it was a crazy you just first keep working year. Sure. And then it's five yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Like, or like oh, wow. drinking water. Mm-hmm. drinking water was a big one. Oh uh, yes that's something I'm learning recently I know this interview is not about me but no, it's okay. <laughs> something this, so I have bought this bottle for that reason because uh my husband's always telling me you need to drink water you need to drink water and I was like when I'm working I don't think about drinking anything and like I'll walk by the fridge and I'll be like oh you know I'm actually thirsty and I've been up since 6 30 this morning and it's ready like one or two and I have not had a sip of anything maybe some coffee but that's not water <laughs> that's not water my friend <laughs> yeah so my husband was like you need to get yourself something and keep it around you at all times so yeah. that's what I'm trying to do now and I put yeah. an alarm I have to start putting 15 minutes just to start taking swigs of it yeah yeah it's a big adjustment it is but you know once you get on it trust me once you get on your like new habit mm-hmm. you're gonna be working you're gonna be like okay I have to drink some water like right now I'm feeling like I have to drink some water and I already drank 64 ounces today oh my gosh I so have to get 
I hope you'll to get, get there. there for sure. For sure, you'll get there, and then you'll under you'll learn like, oh man, it's already one o'clock, and I haven't finished my first bottle. I need mm. to get my life. But you know, it's it's all on us. Like no one's. I saw this thing on online that says like no one's gonna force you. No one's gonna tell you to get up. No yeah. one's gonna tell you to to get going to get moving. No one's gonna do it. We're not little kids anymore. You know, no one's gonna force you to do anything. So. You know, it's just—it's up to us. Yeah, holding ourselves accountable. Like I said, I have found. I so I had knew about your shop for a while, and I could never make a decision on a sticker to get until I saw that you collaborated with the lovely box. And I was like, you know what? She's gonna—they're gonna throw stickers in that box. I'll just get with what they send me. So so I don't have to make the choice for me. How did that? How did that relationship start? It if you don't mind me asking. Well, we just started talking on Instagram and we've been talking for a little while, just here and there on, on DMs. Like I would slide, she would slide into my DMs or I would slide into hers. And then I found out that it's a whole team behind, mm-hmm. um, hello, lovely box. And, you know, one day it kind of just, then we started texting last year and then it kind of just. How was that working with the subscription box? I learned, I learned a lot. I learned about how those things get made up, how things work. Um, I feel like I'm learning something every day. Every day that I'm doing this, I learn something mm-hmm. new or I find a way to be more efficient. And from just a, that, you know, that conversation that I had with her, um, I learned things about taxes that I didn't even like realize that I could do. So. It was cool for sure. It was a cool experience. And I have very, very much respect for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pushing indie authors. And um, I, I love it. I love it. And I, I think it's really cool that I built a relationship with, like we built a relationship because we have the same audience and we kind yeah. of do the same thing. But like she has her own style. I have my own. And I'm friends with like other bookish shops too and I think it's really cool like it's a really cool community too because we're like backing each other up because there's there's customers for everyone yes no matter matter what and that's what was one thing I was going to ask did you ever feel like you're in competition with any other sticker bookish shops or anything like that I don't I don't feel like I am Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't have time to like really think about it okay I don't feel I don't feel like I am every now and then uh I'll see stuff on my feed that looks really really similar to mine Mm -hmm. like verbatim and that gets you in your feels um for like 30 minutes it will like it'll bum me out a little bit like I have these tickets that say like romance book club or thriller book club Mm -hmm. and there was I guess somebody went and made them also and it did bum me out because they were doing like pretty much the same thing and then I was like you know what like kudos to me because I inspired like I you thought my stuff was good enough that you're trying to make it too and it just motivates me to work to continue doing what I'm doing you know do you have any surprises for us your audience I do I do. It's something that I've been working on for a long time. Can we get a hint? 
Oh, sorry. Yes. No, yeah, you can. Um, but it's already in production. I haven't announced it yet. I haven't said anything about it yet because then I'd, I'd have to like stick to certain timelines, but mm-hmm. they're already in production and it has to do with a library card. Okay. It has to do with a library card that you can put in your wallet if you wanted to. It's really cool. Um, I love it and I can't wait to show it to everybody. Yeah, it's no, like- I can't wait. And high one of my favorite stickers that you have, I don't, I, I don't deal with this problem, but I know a lot of friends that I have that deal with it is your sticker the one says thank you for not talking to me while I'm reading and I was like oh my gosh I need to buy this for everybody I know yeah that's one of my most popular ones too oh I everyone said I don't I only have my husband and my daughter here but they know to leave me alone if not I get an attitude (laughs) I think that's why she is now 12 she just recently turned 12 um so yeah she knows but yeah, she knows now. Before it was like, mom, mom this, mom that. So I'm like, my it's gosh, hilarious. Don't you see? I'm looking at something. Yeah. And that's how that's so funny because remember how I said that my husband is a new is new to our community, to our mm-hmm. like reader community. We've been together for almost 12 years. And he's been reading for like six months. It's it's completely new. And even then it took him. I don't think he's going to listen to this, but it took him like five months to read one true crime. It was like an Aaron Hernandez book, like a true, <laughs> like true crime, like, you know, the his- whatever happened to that player. And now he's going through these books like real quick, quick, quick. quick. And he listens to it in the car. And I remember when I wanted, when my book was at like the, 90% mark you know you just you, you just need to get through it and sometimes I'd be like can I please listen to my audiobook from now until we get to grandma's house please and they'd be like fine but kind of with an attitude like you don't want to mm-hmm. talk to us you want to listen to your book and now you know I can't even approach him because if he's listening to his book he's like <sighs> yes yeah like, <laughs> with an attitude <laughs> and then you know I say what I say and I leave and then I see him rewinding like past where I even walked yeah. over. That's so too it's, funny. It's funny. Like, I think once you become a reader, it's please. Like, I'm me. in it. Like, I'm, I'm not even it. here. My body's here. <laughs> my body's here, but my mind is trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Who did it? Who done it? No, I definitely feel it. My husband, he reads, but he doesn't read the books we read. He I, not that he thinks that they're silly he's just like i prefer reading he reads stuff like about so civilization that stuff i don't even know how to explain it but i'm like you can read it and you can explain it like to the me origins of yeah of humanity of mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like i don't know how you're interested in that stuff that's funny um what are your future goals for your business my future goals ah I have so many. I think my main one is just to continue creating things that speak to me, to mm-hmm. to me, and just connecting with an audience that it, like is into the same stuff that I am. Uh, as far as products go, I know that apparel is like a big thing that people are asking me all the time. What I was curious make? about that too. 
yeah when are you gonna make apparel are you gonna make apparel and I really want to but I feel like there's so much that goes into looking for the right type of fabric the right type of supplier like I don't I've never been the type to just make something and put it and start selling it yeah Uh, I like to test things out first because customer service as frustrating as it is sometimes and I think you know like just coming from a customer service type of work it's one of the most important things for me it's like the most important thing for me and just making sure that you know people go to work and to earn their money just to turn around and give it to me like I need to make sure that it's good quality there is value yeah and that they see value in in the process of buying from me so yes I already I'm talking to an artist um I saw his work and I don't want to draw this one up myself every now and then I license artwork from other artists instead of like if I see something that they've made instead of making my own rendition I'd rather pay them yeah that way you, they get paid and I get paid everybody gets paid yeah so I I met with this artist last weekend and I'm really excited about it um it's still in the works there's still nothing like in production yet and there's no drawings yet but I sent him my inspiration and hopefully this summer I can like put out some t-shirts that's like my favorite oh that's t-shirt yeah Mm t-shirts are my favorite thing like if I could I live in t-shirts of any kind no matter what like t-shirts are my favorite thing because I used to work uh in finance and I was always in a suit full like full suit with the blazer and the button up and since I'm for, for 11 years I worked in that Oh, wow. And it's so refreshing not to have to wear that anymore. So I'm always in your leggings. leggings. Yeah, and my leggings and my t-shirts. No, I feel you. So hopefully, hopefully, like hopefully I can get it together and and hopefully we have something in production and available to everybody. I forgot who asked me, but someone was like, "Um, what are you planning to wear? Because we were going to go do something. I was like, well, can I not wear my leggings? Because if I can't wear leggings, then it's just going to be blue jeans. Yeah. (laughs) And even then jeans is like, oh. Yeah, my jeans are considered my fancy pants now. Those are fancy, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like before we used to like, like, what did we wear before leggings? I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe those really loose pajama types. I have no idea. I don't know. Like leg, <laughs> like I live for leggings, and I recently found the old navy, mm-hmm. um, like the compression leggings. Yes, and I, I draw. I, I I'm not even going to tell you how much money I dropped, but I threw out all my old leggings, and, and I just filled. Yeah, I bought so replaced. many of them. Yep, I bought some, and I'm like, you know what? It's an investment. I wear them all the time. It's gonna be worth it. And yeah, I no, leggings. I feel you. I especially once they made the high high risers, yes. I was like, I was like, that's it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm feeling now. snatched in my leggings and my t-shirt, <laughs> like fancy. Like if you want to make yeah. it fancy, I'll put on my Doc Martens and I'll put on a jacket, and like yeah. that's my fancy clothes. Yeah, I'm no, like, I feel you. I'm right there with you. I'm I'm so here for like just being comfortable. Comfortable where no judgment ever. So Zoom is gonna cut us off like in five minutes, it says. But 
Thank you for doing this with me. I really Thank you appreciate for inviting it. Me. No, of course. Thank you for saying yes. I was so nervous. I spent like a whole week like thinking of sending you a message. And I was mm. like, I'm just going to send it. I'm just going to send it. Thank you. But thank you so much. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. You gave me the courage to ask more people. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, friends, for listening to today's bookish interview with Liz, My Secret Copy. You can visit her website at mysecretcopy.com and browse all her bookish stickers, tote bags, jewelry, and bookmark. You can also follow her at My Secret Copy on Instagram. And before we close out today's episode, please rate, review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Lastly, I am doing a giveaway of two bookish stickers and a magnetic bookmark over on my Instagram page. The giveaway is open from today, May 30th to Friday, June 3rd, and will close at 12 p.m. My Instagram handle is slightly Sierra. All links are down below in the show notes if needed. Other than that, keep reading my friends and talk later.